Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my Swedish friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik, our Daily Musar Impact We're up to day number 60 here as we continue our long journey through chapter 11, the Midev Nikias. We've been discussing the past number of days, Nikias, when it comes to um, first Midev Lamako, right? Sins that are common between man and God, and then we were discussing sins that were common in human interaction, Midev Lachavero, which we wrapped up yesterday. Um, and to wrap up that second, this whole section of these of these sins that we need to be clean from, we're going to uh, finish up with the, the main general rule that the Ramchal wants to spell out for us, and then we're going to go into the next section of the chapter, which is Nikias, in regards to midos, in regards to character traits. So not necessarily the actions that we do, but our midos, our character traits themselves. Right, until now, I've discussed a few of the mitzvahs that we discussed, like we said, that are very common for people to generally fall in. And from these sins, we derived, we, we extrapolated to all the rest of the prohibitions in the Torah. There's no such thing as a sin that doesn't have many different aspects and details and the different offshoots and branches of it. Some of these offshoots are more severe and some less severe. And if someone wants to be an absolute naki, totally clean of sin, they have to be clean from all of them, all the anafim, all the branches and the details. And also be pure for, regarding all of them. So just a little hour here, what's the difference that the Rechal is telling us? What's the difference? Seemingly it's the same thing. Right, what's, what's the chiddush of one or the other? So I'm thinking maybe what he means is that to be naki from it means that in action you're clean. You don't, if someone looks at you, you don't look dirty, right? You're not someone that has these, you haven't fallen in sin and acted in the wrong way. But tahar, to be pure, that's more of an internal thing. If someone's pure, that's something you can't see. That's something that's inside. Where are, are they even having your horror thoughts, feelings, being drawn to it? That's to maybe tire ourselves in a level of nikias that even it, it, it takes away even in the, our internal experience and draw towards these sins. So could be could be what the Merchal is saying here. It's my own idea. tell us in Shira Shirim Rabban in the Medrash about the pasuk that says your teeth are like a flock of ewes. So why are the 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 soldiers of Kali so compared to a flock of ewes? Ma Rachel just as a ewe is modest, she uses her tail to cover up her her private parts. So to Kalisrael, we mentioned this earlier, um, the, the Indian Kalisrael went out to, fo- to fight Midian after the whole Mesa with Bilam and Balak. And Bilam got Kalisrael to be Nikshal with the Benos Midian, so we went out to war to them. And Kalisrael did not fall to the temptation of the women of, of Midian, Midian, so it was, uh, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a wonderful wonderful thing that the Kalisrael controlled themselves in that situation. We, the fact that we see that they were they were successful and didn't fall at all, it means that they didn't even no one not one of the soldiers even put their tefillin shel rosh on before the tefillin shel yad, as an example of something so light so that it seems to be not like a major sin of like gilei rice or, or murder or anything like that. Yeah, that's what we mean when they when we say that they were tsunum and they were ksherim. It means that they didn't even do such a small thing. She looked the method because even if one of them put tefillin shel rosh on before shel yad, lo hay moshe meshabchem, the moshe would not have praised them. Lo hay yotzim misham b'shalom, and they would not have left the war unscathed. That would have been a reason for them to, to I guess, lose their 
their level, their stature of zechus, to be able to be guarded and safeguarded from from being nichshol in that in that situation. So even such a small thing like putting on your tefillin saros for its tefillin shirat, I'm positive in pnimis atorah this far. I'm sure talk about why it specifically gives that example of tefillin rosh before tefillin shalyad, what each of them represent in pnimis in depth. Um, not to go into that right now. I'm sure we could think about it and probably think of some some explanations. If anyone has ideas, feel free to reach out and let me know your ideas. Vaiter. Um, also, a light thing, um, a light kind of sin, someone that speaks between Yishtabach at the end of Pesachar Zimra and Yosir and the Berchus of Kriyashma. It's, it's, it's a sin, it's considered a sin, the Marishami tells us. And it's considered such a sin to such an extent that they need to go home if they are a soldier that's going out to war. We know that if someone is sinful, then they go back back home and they don't fight in the war because their sin shouldn't bring a, uh, a demerit and um, a kitchuk against the, the rest of his fellow soldiers as well. So you see here, and we see from these examples how far we have to be um, to how far we have to go to make sure to be so careful, even not just the, the primary categories of sins, but even all their offshoots and branches and details that, that may come out of them, and even to the slightest degree, like these examples we gave here. Speaking after Yishtavach, technically speaking after Yishtavach is the end of Pesachat Zimra. Yishtavach is the closing bracha. Pesachat Zimra starts as Baruch Shamar as the opening bracha, and then we have Pesachat Zimra in the middle, that's what the bracha is on, and then the ending bracha is Yishtabach, ends with the Baruch HaTashem, right? So that technically is one big bracha, and that's why it's very, very important not to talk at all, be mafsik at all. With Imstukadizim, that would be a, a more obvious sin, an obvious thing that would, uh, that a Gemara would, you know, point out to say that it's such a sin that, you know, it's considered a sin that you shouldn't go home for more for, for that. Uh, but it's saying even after Yishtabach, which technically speaking, I, I don't think La'alacha, it's really a hefsik there, because um, the bracha of Imstukadizim, and that's over, and now you're about to start Baruch Krishma, yet even there, it's considered an Avera, uh, to the extent that you'd have to go home for more from that. Yuvalik. Okay. Vaita, we're going to go into the next section here uh, and wrap up today's today's year with um, an introduction to this uh, category of Nikias when it comes to Midos, when it comes to character traits. Because again, we've been talking about actions when it comes to man-to-man interactions and um, our temptations when it comes to sinning against Hashem. And now we're going to go and talk about the Nikias when it comes to Midos. Hine. Just like we need to clean ourselves out from evil, bad, un, un, improper actions, we also need to clean ourselves out from improper midos, character traits. And you can almost say, you can almost say that it's more difficult to clean ourselves out from bad midos than it is to clean ourselves out from bad, mass, bad actions. Because human nature has much more of an impression and an impact on what our character traits are, it's an internal thing versus what actually comes out lamaisa as as um, as action. Since a person's general personality and makeup predisposition, the, that predisposition is either a help or a, a barrier, very much to the specific um, character traits that, you know, we would, we would have to work hard to overcome. Any war that we're waging against our human nature, 
It's a very, very difficult battle. This is what Chazal tells in, in the Mishnah Nova. It's very famous. Let me know. Who is a strong person? Someone that conquers their Yitzhara, their, their evil inclination. That is what strength really is. Someone that is able to overcome an internal mida that we're being drawn to and we're able to overcome that. And that's, that's real strength, not being able to lift a, a, heavy, a heavy weight. Now, we understand there's many, many different character traits. If you look at Orchos um, Tzadikim, you can, it goes through different, different mitos. There's a lot of different mitos that we have. Because all the different various actions, like we saw, different different things, and mice and actions that people can take in this world. So too are, is the variety of the mitos, the character traits, which after those character traits is what action comes from, right? It's our, it's our mitos, it's our thoughts, it's our feelings that result in in action. So that, that wraps up today's today's lesson. So we see here, we have an introduction, we're going to go there tomorrow, and the Remchal is going to um, list out the four specific mitos that we're going to tackle, because there are many, obviously, and like he's done in the past um, sections of Nikias, he's going to focus on the ones that are most common, he thinks that are most common, um, that people stumble in, and um, and we're going to learn about those and, and how, how terrible they are and, and how to um, overcome them, but at the very least, over here we see the importance of not just focusing on our actions, but focusing on our internal world as well, when it comes to our mutas and our character traits. It's not just about cleaning ourselves out from not doing the wrong thing. That's one level, and that's amazing, and that's huge. If we can get that far and not never do the wrong thing, that's already an amazing madriga. But even to work on our mitos, that, that'll that'll even help our mindset, right? Because again, our mitos is what is what Nimshach Lamaisa brings us to, to our actions. So, to not just be Menaka to clean ourselves up from our actions, but even clean ourselves up from the inside, do a real spring cleaning deep down, um, and, and work on our mitos as well, um, as we'll see in the in the coming days um, through the beautiful Mrs. Sharm. Chaim Bin, have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a Shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily Shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516 600 8080.